I just came back from Dominican Republic, as you know. And then, uh, yeah, you know, great, really potential country to be a really channel group. And we are really now deciding to educate all the top VIP. And also, I really find out how train about second generation. 안녕하세요. Good morning. Good morning. My dear brothers and sisters, clergy and ambassador for peace. 안녕하십니까. I returned uh, the late at night from the Dominican Republic yesterday. Oh, came back here at midnight. And in, in order to you know, pass through immigration, it took more than three hours. <laughs> I was so happy to meet uh, our GPA missionaries there. I, I, I went to check the missionary activities of the second generation of Americans. I went there and returned with really high hopes. Last Saturday, I had a breakfast with the three families of New Jersey Church. They are Kotoe Kato and Kenichi and Kimie Kato. Yeah, really beautiful. I really appreciate that Kenichi couple really serving and attending, you know, or, you know, Kenichi's mother. She's a really beautiful lady. And then he is Yoshiaki Inomata. I met him. And also they are Makoto and Yoshiko Shige, uh, Shigemasa. Uh, yeah. And then I realized I, then he talked to me first time that this guy, the uh, Makoto, I realized that he is my spiritual grandson. Wow. Yesterday I, I discovered that. Last Sunday, I had a breakfast with the three families of New Jersey Church. They are Ruben and Rosario and their son. This uh, prince, he's a really so handsome boy. And um, also they are uh, Maria, uh, Martins, and Ceci, and uh, Dejong. Dejong is a really good boy. Yeah, she's a Christine, you know. Oh, she's really working very hard as a really matching supporter. I really appreciate her dedication and her beautiful heart. And then last Sunday, the commitment ceremony of Jonathan and Asami was held at the New Jersey Family Church. It was really one of the best engagement ceremony. It was so beautiful. So many second generation came. I gave a congratulatory remarks. You look at that. I think I think one third of them are second generation. Wow, so beautiful, really, really beautiful. I'd like to suggest to really many uh, our church leaders to have engagement ceremony during Sunday service. It is a really great education to our second generation. It is so beautiful. I told you that, you know, out of the channel, even giving testimony, they already know divine principle. They already know God's word. They really want to hear really, you know, substantial testimony. Divine principle really works, you know. Need to show that kind of testimony. And the last Monday, April 3rd, I visited Santo Domingo of family church in Dominican Republic and had a meeting with Reverend Sang Seok Kim, who is a continental director to Central America and key leaders. 
and how we can you know manage well for the our second generation third generation go to dominica as a training place and then also you know how can they we, how can we support dominica and talking about the vip education and the next day april 4th i visit the cup center in santiago with the reverend sang sok kim and had a meeting with the key leaders and CIG, our missionary, yeah, they are our CIG missionary. I also heard their testimonies from CIG members and encouraged them. Wow, really, I really moved so much there. You know, Kenta testimony and Abraham's testimony and then Fumia testimony, also Kanna testimony. They are really, they are really life-changing experience. My dear brothers and sisters, let our second generation, third generation youth people go to overseas and serving other nations. It is really, they, all of them meet God. Incredible testimony, I am telling you. That's why I went there purposely. How can we invite all, even first generation, even short time during, you know, summer vacation or winter vacation, how they really uh, meet God, you know. That's why I purposely went there and checked because I love our second generation, third generation, our youth so much. Today, I'd like to talk about God's ideal family and the kingdom of peaceful ideal world one from True Mother's Anthology, Volume 2. Let's just study. God's ideal family and the kingdom of the peaceful ideal world one. Leaders from around the world. Let me take the opportunity provided by today's distinguished forum to reiterate the proposal my husband and I have made for a truly providential and revolutionary project for the sake of peace and human welfare and to build God's homeland and original hometown. We propose that we build a passage for transit across the Bering Strait which is the last remnant of Satan's historical division between East and West, North and South, and where the North American and Eurasian landmasses are separated. This passage, which we call the World Peace King Bridge and Tunnel, will link an international highway system that will allow people to travel on land from Africa's Cape of Good Hope to Santiago, Chile, and from London to New York, across the Bering Strait, connecting the world as a single community. God is warning that separation and division will no longer be tolerated. Carrying out this project will bind the world together as one village. It will tear down the man-made walls of race, culture, religion, and country and will help to establish the world of peace that has been God's cherished desire. The United States and Russia can become as one. The European continent, China, India, Japan, Brazil, and all nations, along with all the world's religions, can combine their energies to succeed in this project. The success of this project will be decisive in establishing a peace kingdom where people will no longer make war with each other. Wow, this is a really great project. God is warning that you know, separation and division will no longer be tolerated. 
Through Paris declared a project that will tear down the man-made walls of race and culture and religion and country and will help to establish the wall of peace that has been God's cherished desire. That project is the wall, peace, king, bridge, and tunnel, which will link an international highway system, including the Bering Strait project. The success of this project will be deceived in establishing a peace kingdom where people will, will no longer make war and division with each other. However, however, very important issue, even though Father really showed that kind of incredible vision, you know, the world peace king prison tunnel. But important thing is, in order for this project to succeed, world leaders must accept the basic ideology of true parents. The world is one family on the ground. And the philosophy of living for the sake of others. Without understanding the philosophy of the living for the sake of others, and that the world is one family under God, it is impossible to, to build. That's why, you know, uh, you know, how can we educa educate the leadership? Our job is really educate them, heavenly ideology, true parents' ideology, right? To this end, uh, you know, UPF is saying that we must teach world leaders the principle, principle, of lead, principle of the living for the sake of others through the true parents' ideology, the unification tone and principle. That's why very important. When I was in Asia and educated more than 80%, you know, political leaders, NGO leaders, academic leaders, and then we're teaching divine principles, especially emphasizing the concept of the living for the sake of others. Very, very powerful. Change that concept completely. That's why I really realized that, you know, educating John the Baptist, how much powerful it is. If they know through parents of philosophy, they can have a life-changing experience. And the living divine principle, the completion of God's purpose of creation and the human fall, this is the part of the astrology three. Let's study. Perfection of the family. Had Adam and Eve reached perfection, they would have borne good children and founded a sinless family and society in complete concordance with God's blessings. They would then have founded the kingdom of heaven, which consists of one great family with the same parents. Yes. Your parents are already talking about one family under God. This title or the slogan is very, very powerful. Only Messiah can, brought, can, can bring this kind of concept and ideology, one family under God. God does not care your nationalities. God does not care your color, right? God does not care any kind of the boundaries. That's why, you know, one family under God, all mankind need to know. Really, God is the parents of all mankind. We are children of God. If we know this one, wow, how much powerful ideology. 
The kingdom of heaven on earth is the uh, realization of the dream of the all human beings of forming a large family centered on one parent. That is the one family under God uh, advocated by true parents. In order to form a large family centered on one parent, God must be the parents. And in substance, true parents must become the the parents of humankind. God is invisible God. That's why true parents need to appear, need to show substantially who is God. Individual unification, family unification, national unification, and world unification eventually all begin with the statement that God is the parents of all mankind. God is the vertical parents and true parents are the horizontal parents. That's why we need to educate this, this kind of a concept and ideology, one family under God. Last day, we are, our goal is to establish the world, one family under God. Continue. The kingdom of heaven has the form of an individual who has achieved perfection of character. Just as the members of the human body are coordinated in horizontal relationships with each other, and move as one in response to the vertical commands of the brain. In this society, people will form cooperative horizontal relationships with each other and live together in tune with the vertical directions emanating from God. No one will harm his neighbor, since if one person were to suffer pain, everyone in this society would experience the heart of God who shares in that person's grief. Yeah. Yeah, you're talking about the kingdom of heaven, right? And Father interestingly explained about the heavenly nation, kingdom of heaven. You see or hear Chinese character? The heaven means, you know, two person. And then your kung means a nation. So the Father said the kingdom of heaven expressed by the meaning of the Chinese character is a world where two people become one. It signifies a world where the spiritual and the physical become one, where men and women, uh, uh, men and women become one, and where the husband and all uh, the humans and all things become one. This object and object become one, husband and wife become one, mind and body become one. You know, two existences become one. That is the kingdom of heaven. That's why without making unity between husband and wife, between parents and children, how can we create a kingdom of heaven? This Chinese character is very much signifies. And then the heaven is a wall like the shape of the one person who has a complete individuality, just like a huge organism, just as our four uh, limbs uh, operate in a horizontal relationship uh, by the vertical command of the brain. The society also lives in a horizontal bond with each other by the vertical command of God. Therefore, the vertical relationship with God must be regarded as your life. To do so, you must live a life that honors your conscience as if it were God, right? That's why, you know, our conscience is very important, even though conscience is invisible, but 
actually conscience is our God. We need to really treat our God. That's why I'd like to mention again that conscience is my three green uh, master. First one, Father said, conscience comes before parents. The conscience comes before the teacher. The conscience comes before God. So absolute obedience to the conscience can subjugate the body. How to control our body? You need to really absolutely follow uh, to the conscience. Heaven is a world where the conscience is absolutely obeyed. Therefore, we must live in absolute obedience to the words of true parents. Otherwise, it will cast a, uh, cast a shadow. Today's youth ministry, the shortcut to overcoming fallen nature. Let's just start. Why do we go through pain and suffering? A Japanese female member was blessed with a Korean husband and lived with her mother-in-law. However, this Japanese woman complained, saying that she was going through a lot of pain and suffering because of her mother-in-law. But what the Japanese woman should think about is why her mother-in-law makes her suffer. Is it because the fallen nature of not embracing her mother-in-law with true love remains in her heart? Even if the Japanese woman's mother-in-law causes her pain and suffering, there is no reason for her to suffer if she has a vessel of true love that can digest and embrace it. This Japanese woman is suffering because she still has the fallen nature of not being able to love her mother-in-law. She shouldn't think that her mother-in-law is harassing her. She has to think that God trains the Japanese wife through her mother-in-law. The Japanese wife's fallen nature is causing the inability to digest her mother-in-law and therefore making her suffer. Yeah, this is a really incredible guidance. True love is a love that can embrace and digest even enemies. When someone causes us pain and suffering, even if the problem is with the other person, if we think that the other person is the problem, our heart becomes dark and we cannot get rid of the fallen nature. Really, you know, our original mind is so sensitive. Anything we criticize somebody, then my heart become, you know, not so great mood. We do not know why, right? This is really very, very strange way, you know. When we criticize something, then our heart become not so happy. You know, when you see the other person's problem and fallen nature, if you do not think that you have a problem and do not reflect on yourself, there is no way to get rid of your own fallen nature. If you see other person's fallen nature, you should think that you can see the other person's fallen nature because you too have the same fallen nature. The more I become true person and the, uh, the, the owner of the true love, the more I try to be compassionate and embrace the other person's shortcomings, even if they have a problem. Even when parents see their children's shortcomings, they see that all the problems are caused by themselves. 
if you consider the other person's problem as your own, your heart will never lose. This is a really important point, my brothers and sisters. Once again, if you consider the other person's problems as your own, your heart will never lose. A Japanese woman complained that she was blessed with a Korean husband and a Korean husband and then was suffering a lot of pain and suffering because of her mother-in-law. It was because a Japanese woman only saw her mother-in-law's you know, weak point without thinking about her own fallen nature. Even if the Japanese woman's mother-in-law cause her pain and suffering, she will have no reason to suffer if she has a vessel of true love that can digest and embrace and sympathize her. Therefore, the Japanese wife should think that God trains her through her mother-in-law. So the Japanese woman should think that her fallen nature, which cannot embrace her mother-in-law, is causing is causing her to suffer. We need to think that way. If we think the other way, I am telling you, you never have a chance to get rid of your fallen nature. That's why when you see someone's shortcoming and they really treat as my shortcoming, I have more shortcoming than the other guy. Then your heart can grow up. You can really can remove your fallen nature. But blame them, criticize them, you know, descend them, judge them. I am telling you, when Heavenly Father look at you, you have more problem. You have more fallen nature than that guy. Actually, fallen nature almost the same. That's why really whenever I see someone's shortcoming, really treat as my own shortcoming, I have more potential to create problems, right? Next. Mankind's portion of responsibility when dealing with their enemies. Why did God give that Japanese woman such a mother-in-law? You should think that it was given to her by heaven to purify her fallen nature. So she should instead appreciate her mother-in-law. How grateful must you be to be able to shed your fallen nature through your mother-in-law. Therefore, Whenever you deal with your mother-in-law, you should think that the cause of pain and suffering is not in the mother-in-law, but in yourself. Only when you have this kind of thinking can your fallen nature be eradicated. The cause of pain and suffering does not lie with her mother-in-law. Therefore, the problem of how to treat my mother-in-law is my own responsibility. It is whether you will treat your mother-in-law as an enemy or treat the problem as your own. But why blame the mother-in-law? Why do you resent God for giving you such a mother-in-law? As Jesus died on the cross, he forgave and loved his enemy. Jesus showed us the model of true love that loves our enemies. We must also inherit this model course of Jesus. Yeah. The best way to get rid of our fallen nature is to love someone who is difficult to love. If I someone who is difficult to love, my fallen nature is removed. 
Anyone can love someone who is lovable. Why did God give that Japanese woman such a mother-in-law? You should think that it was given to her by heaven to uh, purify her fallen nature. So she should instead appreciate her mother-in-law. Our course of life is where we loving our enemies removes our fallen nature. That's why we need to really appreciate whenever you feel someone as your own enemy, that is a really great chance to remove your fallen nature through loving your enemies. We must give thanks to God who gave us the enemy that would test us to remove our fallen nature. Therefore, whenever the Japanese wife you know, treat her mother-in-law, she should think that the cause of the pain and suffering lies not in the mother-in-law, but in herself. As Jesus died on the cross, he forgave and loved his enemy. Jesus showed us the model of true love that loves our enemies. We must also inherit this model cause of Jesus. Therefore, among our prayers and offers of a sincere devotion and chongsong, we must always pray to love our enemies. That's why we need to really love our enemies. Because why God gave, gave us the enemies? Ask us to remove our fallen nature, right? That's why we need to appreciate. Any only enemy appear to me, then we need to appreciate. Any guy really are for me difficult to love. We need to appreciate. God asked me to overcome that. And then my character become very round character. I can digest any guy. I can embrace any guy. I can love any guy. And become really, uh, really resemble to the parent, resemble heavenly God. Right? This is really incredible guidance. Next. The shortcut to overcoming fallen nature. What is difficult for you? If there is something that you find difficult and tedious to overcome, you must go out of your way to find it and best it. That is the way to conquer the fallen nature. What kind of fallen nature am I unable to overcome? What do I hate most? You have to find out what kind of people you hate the most and overcome that. True love must be able to digest and overcome anything. What is the most difficult thing about putting the word into practice? I have to keep asking myself what bad habits I have. I can never grow myself if I leave my own fallen nature as it is. Fallen nature is like the dirt of our original nature. True Father said that the fallen nature we have is the dirt of our conscience. If there is dirt on your conscience, you cannot tell if you are right or if that person is right. Yeah. Faith is being challenged and overcoming. I'm always saying that, right? Faith is what? Faith is challenging and overcoming. So what is, the, what is the challenge? It is to love what you cannot love. Again, what's the challenge? It is to love what you cannot love. It is also about challenging goals that you find difficult. One of the hardest challenges is loving someone you cannot love. 
And you must learn to overcome not only people, but also overcome difficult tasks. What is the difficult for, difficult for you? If there is something that you find difficult and the tedious to overcome, you must go out, uh, go out, uh, go out of your way to find it and best it. That's the way to conquer the fallen nature. In the world of the heaven, there is no such thing as I don't want to do. I don't like to do. Everything must be digested with love. What kind of fallen nature am I unable to overcome? What do I hate most? You have to find out what kind of people you hate the most and overcome that. So the lover must be able to digest and overcome anything. I can never grow myself if I leave my own fallen nature as it is. That's why my brother's life of faith is what? Challenging. As long as God is living God, and you surely overcome. God is not living together with us, then no way to overcome. But as long as you have the right motivation and right mindset, really you try to overcome, God help you. That's why God is helping you according to your mindset attitude. Next. How to know what kind of person you are. I feel displeased with the other person because of the fallen nature of feeling displeased with myself. So what I feel displeased with is that my conscience is smeared with dirt and I feel displeased with the other person. If we do not know this properly, we cannot grow. You need to realize these things every day so that you can grow well. So the course of faith is a course of getting to know oneself every day. So how do you get to know yourself right away? You know yourself when you honestly treat people who are worse than you. If you truly make the person you need to serve be happy, you will learn about yourself. If you serve someone better than you, you will not realize who you are. This is because you can be hypocritical because you have a desire to make myself look good to my superiors or to be loved. Yeah, fallen nature. If uh, fallen nature, if like uh, uh, the the if you if you like the dirt of the, our original nature, true father said that the fallen nature we have is the the dirt of our conscience. If there is a dirt a dirt of our your conscience, you cannot tell if you are right or if the, the other person is right. Therefore, you must always listen to the word and the stimulator to examine yourself. The reason why I hate or feel uh, dissatisfied with other, others is because I have the fallen nature to feel such hatred and displeasure in myself. So the reason why I hate and I feel dissatisfied with the other person is because my conscience is smeared with dirt. Therefore, faith is basically thing that all problems are my own and start from there. If I turn my problems to others, my spirit becomes a heart 
and then you know uh, we withered. If we do not know this properly, we cannot grow up. You need to realize this, this, uh, these things every day so that you can grow very well. So the cause of the faith is a cause of getting to know oneself every day. You know yourself when you honestly, peop honestly treat people who are worse than you. If you truly make the person you need to serve, uh, serve be happy, you will learn about yourself. If you try to serve the other person first, you immediately know whether you are someone to serve that person or not. If I sincerely serve the other person, I can quickly know that the level of other person's spirit. If the other person is lower than the level of your shinjong, you must decide to love them more. And if the op opponents, okay, or your object partner level is higher than your level of your heart, you should think that you should serve them well and inherit them. My brothers and sisters, that's why when you serve someone, immediately know your level of love. You know that he is my able, he is my cane. He is a spiritual level lower than me, teaching you everything. That's why when you serve someone, you recognize that person's level of heart is lower than me, then I need to think that, how can I raise up him through my serving and attendance? And then when you discover someone is really, you know, spiritually, the level of heart is much higher than me, then I need to serve more. I need to inherit from him. This kind of attitude we need to have. And through the serving, through this kind of attitude, we can remove our fallen nature. Today, I talk about the shortcut to overcoming fallen nature. Thank you very much, my brothers and sisters. Kamsamida. Thank you so much, Dr. Yong, for that wonderful message this morning. So now we will hear from our living testimony, which will be given by Reverend John um, Monaster from Louisiana uh, about his reflection from the opening of the Chunchim One Prayer Hall in Dallas. I just say uh, the, the one point that you made in the beginning. Uh, yeah, immediately when you go into that room, I was, I was just struck with, you know, I, I just, I was just struck with emotion and tears started flowing even before I just, when I'm bowing and putting my prayer, uh, prayer uh, request in the, box I already couldn't stop crying so that's that's the how powerful that just the atmosphere already in the room so I'm sure somebody already prayed there a lot and uh, maybe even uh, Reverend Chung and and, and, and uh, President Kim uh, I mean uh, Dr. Kim uh, already uh, prayed there because already that spirit was so powerful in there. So, so whatever, uh, you know, of course, John Jackson invested himself and there were also some second gen volunteers and, um, and some others that went there and, and helped contribute to that spirit of, and, and, and also just the, doing the, doing the physical work, but doing it with so much heart and prayer. I feel so uh, that was you know that was uh, that was a thing 
Yeah, and the one one message, the one thing that I received so clearly uh, was that, yeah, whatever you, when you request something, you you're not just asking for the for the situation to be resolved by God. You're actually pledging yourself to change yourself so that these things can be. Um, so that these things can happen, you know. So it doesn't, you know, I mean, of course you're making an offering and you're paying some indemnity, uh, I guess, in the forms of your prayer and also your uh, your monetary offering. But uh, but the main, the main thing is that you have to realize that John realizes he has to change. And that, that's what I'm realizing also. If I don't change, then it doesn't matter how much I invest in prayer, because that's not that's not the the answer is always we have to change ourselves. We have to reach the level we really, really realize, you know, so much God loves us. And then we have to really return that love to God by changing ourselves and becoming what we we should be as his true sons and daughters. So anyway, I hope uh, I hope everyone can have a chance to visit uh, this one or, or another uh, junction one. Wow. Did you finish? Okay. Why his wife did not share? <laughs> wow. Everybody really beautiful experience from Chan Recently, also, we uh, really created another Chanshimon uh, in New Jersey Church. I hope all the churches and then also sub, sub-region, the headquarters need to establish Chanshimon. It is very, very powerful, you know, because now different era and time, when you are very sincere, you really already, you know, spiritual world and heavenly God intervene you, intervene you very much. I hope everybody have a beautiful experience through the Chen Shimon as well. And also, in, in, you create in some room in your house, even small room, okay, and put the really Hyojin photo and Hungjin photo and Daemonin photo and create small Chen Shimon in your home if, if there is some space that then also can help you as well. Thank you very much, beautiful sharing our John Monastery. Thank you so much, Reverend John, for that wonderful testimony. And thank you, Dr. Yong, for your wonderful message. Um, something I took away from today's message was that we must inherit Jesus's heart to love. And that when we go through pain and suffering, if we remember to serve with honesty, to serve with heart, to serve with the heart of Jesus, then we can overcome our fallen nature and really build upon this world and build upon true parents love and message within this world. So thank you so much, Dr. Young, for the beautiful message today. Mm -hmm.